Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Before we get started, I just want to pop in with a quick warning. This episode discusses suicide. Previously on Welcome to Provincetown. I have to pivot after a 13-year career with an organization that I love and now figure out something else that I want to do. Sonny is trying to figure out how to get his life back on track after getting laid off from his job at the YMCA in the spring. Everything's okay. Life's perfect. I love not having a career. So Sonny took a chance and moved to P-Town for the summer, the place he used to vacation with his mom and brother every year. My mom's like, we're coming. It's going to come soon. And we're like driving on that curving Route 6 and then it would finally come and we would like giddily scream as like kids because like ah we're here meanwhile ethan the 18 year old from ohio who's part of the summer of sass program is getting his first taste of freedom away from his parents my parents are very very religious people and they do not accept me like at all but he's still adjusting to his life in p-town a new state new city like away from kind of everything i know it's kind of intimidating (laughs) When you're driving on the Cape, on Route 6, making your way to P-Town, stores selling beachwares start popping up on the sides of the highway. They sell everything you could need for a day at the beach. Tents, shades, towels, and floaties in every shape you could ever imagine. From the highway, the parking lot and the roof of the stores will beckon you with all the inflatables on display. Lochella, um, we need to get, so we're getting five floats. Yeah. I don't know what, what kind of float do you want? I just want, like, a simple ring, you know? 
Sonny is shopping for floaties with one of his closest friends in town, Harrison Fish. I don't need to be all like, oh my god, I got a pizza slice. Oh, it's a unicorn. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be that gay. In P-Town, the tides are so dramatic that you can sit in an inner tube and ride the tide for a few hours until you get to land. And today, that's what Sonny and Harrison are doing. Floating. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect to see a float store. Um, a float store. <laughs> this is not what I pictured. I wanted more, but I this mean, This is just what they put on the roof. <laughs> I want more. Excuse me, do you have the inflatable pig <laughs> blown up? <laughs> the sleepies here will be our yeah, yeah. These are on. <gasps> so could be angel. <laughs> do you think people know we're faggots when we're around here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the gays left P-Town. They're back. Should we stop at Duncan? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm Mitra Caboli. Welcome to Provincetown. Episode 6. It's not always sunny. P-Town is transient in its nature. Every week, a fresh new batch of tourists arrive. People come for a week or a few months, and then they leave. Sometimes, P-Town can feel like a summer camp. Are these my real friends, or are they just my friends for right now? And I think Sonny is hoping that he can build some strong relationships so he can be anchored in his life here. I want to find what I had in Boston here. And I think if I did find that, it would probably make me want to stay here long term. But right now I'm still on the mindset, like this is a very temporary thing. I think I'm only going to be here till September unless I find something. I need a reason to stay. essentially. I want to develop these friendships more and I want to be more intimate with other people here and like on a friendship scale. But it is so hard because everything is like tinged with that sexual element just because that's the nature of P-Town. With sex everywhere, it feels impossible to have a conversation with someone when their eyes are darting around the room to see who they can fuck. That might be a problem that I, a woman, am specifically having. But a lot of platonic friendships in P-Town start with some level of attraction. I asked Harrison how Sonny and him met. I knew who he was before he came to town because, like, last summer I had, like, a run-in with him. I passed by him on the street and I thought he was really handsome. He's just like a hairy gay guy, which people love. He was walking shirtless down the street, and I was just like, oh my god. Because he just was like covered in body hair, which I like. <laughs> Could you describe him? Um, like, Sonny is like a very apropos name for him. He's always, he's seemingly always in a very good mood, happy, bubbly. He's super supportive and friendly. He's like always there for you. This is the exact type of person that Sonny wants to be to his friends. I like to let other people shine. The reason why me and Harrison kind of like get along is like I like to joke that I'm the supporting character in his narrative. And I like to do that with like all of my friends. I'm just happy to be there and like be able to appreciate the live content that they come up with 24-7. And I think of myself as there to build them up. And like I like that. I think that's a fun role to play. Because I feel like putting yourself out there and like being that is it, its own level of like vulnerability. Being warm and outgoing comes naturally to Sonny, but I still feel like he's kind of walled off, even with his closest friends here, like Harrison. 
always thought I was kind of getting the full view. He has to be a person that's happy. He has to be a person that's making everyone around him happy. And I feel like the moments where he gets overwhelmed by that responsibility are the moments like it cracks a little and you can kind of see through it. I think that's kind of like, I don't want to say a defense mechanism, but like, I think he's a person who's like, he feels like it's his job to be that person. By this point in the summer, I spent a decent chunk of time with Sonny, and I know that he's hiding a lot under his bubbly personality. Honestly, I definitely have intimacy issues. Like, I feel like this, like what we're doing is probably like the most intimate I've gotten with like people. Like it's been, talking with you has definitely been a blessing and like having this as an outlet. I'm very happy that this got like set up for me just because I don't know if I would have like been able to deal with all of these messy thoughts in my head. I am mostly fine with being Sonny's pseudo-therapist. And I know that it's way easier to tell a stranger about your trauma than someone you're getting close to. The stakes aren't the same. But part of building a friendship is confiding in each other. And Harrison and Sonny seem really close to me. And I'm curious if Harrison knows about Sonny's childhood. I don't know details. I don't know the specifics about the things that have, ha- that I don't want to say happened to him, but like that make up his childhood. He's never really talked to me about the specific hurt that that caused. But, like, being a child losing your parents, like, there's going to be hurt regardless. So, like, obviously it's there. One of the first things Sonny shared with me was that his mom died of cancer. Sonny was 12. It was the second time she had gotten it. And this time, it was terminal. I don't know if you've ever had somebody, like, go through cancer, but it's, like, really rough to have a kid have to, like, watch their parent kind of just, like, fade away into nothing. Sonny and his brother had to move in with an aunt and uncle that summer while she was sick and ended up going to a YMCA summer camp. It was honestly probably the best thing for me and my brother. It gave us a place to go in the middle of the day that really took our mind off of what was happening at home. It wasn't until a few years after that I found out that the only reason we were able to go to that YMCA camp, because my aunt and uncle couldn't afford it, was because we were there on scholarship because the Y found out what we were going through and was like, you know what, they can just have a free summer. Sonny's mom passed away in August of that summer. After my mom passed away, um, I actually went back the following week to make sure I could say bye to all my new YMCA camp friends. So the Y did like a lot for me in that transition time. It's also like a home away from home. He went back the following summers until he was 16, when he started working as a counselor and swim instructor for the very same camp. Sonny went on to work at the YMCA for his entire adult life, rising in rank at the organization, it was the only place he'd ever worked until this past March when he got laid off. So with few other prospects, he came to P-Town, the place where he would vacation every summer with his mom and brother. P-Town's always been kind of like a fun, magical spot just because of like what it means to the gay community, I think. And when I was younger, I the first time I ever came to P-Town was with my mom. Sonny has so many good memories from this time in his life. We did it every year in the first two weeks of August, up until she passed away when I was 12. It was just me, her, and my brother. Just, like, the things that I would remember, like, the penny candy stores and going in to get, like, taffy. She would literally give us, like, $2. For cheap candy and other knickknacks. Buying a hermit crab at, like, the weird shell store that would always die by, like, the second week we took it home. Going into a store and, like, feeling kind of naughty because I saw a magnet with a cartoon penis on it and being like, what is that? There was only positive memories, really, when I was in P-Town as, like, a child. Now that Sonny is here, making friends and getting settled into his life, he's contemplating what to do after the summer. Have you decided if you're staying this winter? Uh, well, 
I love getting asked that question. <laughs> no. you. You're like, thank you, good question. Thank you, good question. Um, next? <laughs> uh, I don't know yet. And like, I think it would be cute. The money situation will really have to change. I'm gonna kind of. Sonny isn't making as much money at his job as he hoped, and so he's been burning through his savings since he got here. He's worried that if he runs out of money, he'll have to move in with his brother. And the whole point of this was for a dumb slut summer. I don't know if it, I don't think I could have a dumb slut winter. No, that, <laughs> that's, that's not, not something that's super an option. That's something that's unfeasible here. I've heard. Well, more of the story. I don't know. To answer your question, I'm still on the fence. Yeah. I want him. I th- right now, I'm leaning more yes than no. I mean, um, I see the pros of going to live with your brother being being with your brother, which yep. sounds great. Yep. Potential to make more money than P-Town? I guess less of a struggle. Yeah, I think it would make me more direction. Like, I think in P-Town, I can definitely see myself getting, not caught up, but, like, just, like, if I get into a routine, I'm not going to want to change. Like, I'll just do it for a little bit, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But I feel like in terms of a career and, like, what I've been working for, like, the past, literally the last, like, 10 years of my life, do I want to just, like, kind of throw all of that away and start something new? Like, I guess that's where I'm kind of I mean, struggling. it could be a gap in your resume, but it also, like, you could be like, there was a little thing called a pandemic. I know, and that's the other thing. Like, I could use that as an example. So I went and got railed in P-Town for a year. <laughs> Put that on your resume. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You seem to be in bad spirits. I'm just, I did Molly two days in a row last week, so I think I'm just on a Molly low too. I'm just kind of grumpy. Every interview I do with Sonny, he seems increasingly run down. I would just kill for like one crumb of serotonin. (laughs) And that's okay. One crumb. 
Yeah, something our friends say whenever we do Molly. She's like, I would love just one drop, just a crumb of serotonin, please. While Sonny is on his extreme Molly low, I'm prodding him about his relationships. I still want to know why he's keeping his friends at an arm's length. I don't do intimacy well. I am very intimacy averse with everyone. And I think that's it stems from like my childhood traumas, I would like to say. I've never really had like an intimate moment with anyone. Like Do you want that? No. Not like everyone wants it, but like I don't really want it because I know what it leads to and I know like the kind of pain that can come when you don't have it. Cause like even a small, like a small, like vulnerable, like moment, like my relationship with or something along those lines, like all of those were very short, quick stints that were probably like infatuations and stuff. But like how I felt after all of them, I could only imagine how much that would be compounded if it was like more months, years even, or like those kinds of relationships. Like, not that I can't, I just don't think I have the capacity to like, come back from that again because I've already had to come back from things so many times and I don't know it's uh I don't it's easier to just not feel that and to continue going this way it's the abandonment issues that's the problem are you okay yeah I don't like thinking about these things I do really have, like, I know I have bad abandonment issues, and we just really haven't touched on them yet, but, like, it's not... I mean, you weren't, like, abandoned. You know that, right? Like, Uh, Technically, my my dad committed suicide, so I've always thought of that as a very big abandonment. Like, I get he was going through it, man, but, you know, we're all going through it, so... Fuck, that sucks, but I don't know. I've been talking to Sonny for over two months at this point. He's mentioned his father once or twice. I knew he wasn't alive, but I never inquired further. Now I'm feeling a little gross about pushing Sonny to talk about this stuff, especially while he's recovering from a bender. But he goes on to tell me that his dad was a Vietnam vet who suffered from PTSD. Sonny was five when he died. I think at this point I have a very mature review of it versus like how I thought when I was younger, because when I was younger, I was even more angry. I guess the only thing I hold against that he just couldn't get to know me. I don't even really know if he would have liked me. So that's probably for the best. (laughs) So like in my mind, yeah, in my mind, like that is like a blessing that I do get to live with. So many people have family, like their parents are like, like not accepting of their gay kid. In my mind, my dad would have loved me and like thought I was cool. I don't, it was, is it true? I have no idea, but like, at least I can like paint that fake narrative in my mind. I can see how the loss of Sonny's parents has affected him, his intimacy issues. But sometimes it's the little things that trigger his grief. Like my brother asked me, do you know what my first words were? And I was like, nope, something we're just never going to know. And like, never mind. It's okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. Do you want to stop? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think it's pretty fucked up that both of Sonny's parents passed when he was so young. But I know he doesn't want any pity. I've heard him say something to the extent of, it could have been worse, a few times. 
Sure, it could be worse. But that doesn't mean that he can't be sad about it, which is what he spends most of his time trying to avoid. Instead, Sonny would rather focus on making sure all the people around him are happy and feeling good, which is something that genuinely brings him joy. To focus on the people who are here for him now. Here's Harrison again. When I think of Sonny, I always think about the way he greets people. Like, I'll walk into the brewery while he's working, and he'll be, like, waiting on a customer, and he just starts, like, he drops everything, starts screaming, like, oh, look who it is! Hey, King! And it's just, like, it's... Whenever you walk into a room and have a person there that puts a smile on your face every single time, it's it's special, because, like, not a lot of people are like that, and not a lot of people get that from people. We could all use a little sunny in our lives. There's Oh, there he is! Jewel, my king! I have a delivery for you, baby. You do. I do. Hi. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. The culture, like, of this town, I just remember, like, thinking to myself, like, you know, this is, in my opinion, just a place that I think every queer person should try to come to in their lifetime. Like, it's a really, like, liberating experience because I've gotten so used to just, like, being out here and just being open. Like, like I don't even remember, like, what it feels like to kind of be, like, discriminated against back at home. He's even snagged himself a boyfriend. Yeah, I met somebody. Um, you know what? I, I always say this is kind of embarrassing because everybody knows Grinder is just like the dumpster of the gay community at this point. But we actually met on Grinder. He's like the last thing I expected to happen this summer because when I first moved out here, I was just like, I loved how gay the city was, but I also hated it at the same time because like gay guys, they can just really get on my nerves sometimes and I think that goes for like every gay guy like out there like we all have our stories (laughs) but yeah he's just like so great he's so kind to me. Before Ethan left for P-Town in early May tensions with his parents were relatively low. We were doing like okay like on my 18th birthday like we all hung out it was fun you know. They had a little celebration even but recently he told them he met someone. But then like when I started dating yeah, it just got messy because I told them and they've just been kind of arguing with me ever since. <laughs> like, what do they say? They're just saying, like, okay, they'll send me, like, a list of, like, scriptures and they'll send me to repent. They'll be, like, oh, like, this isn't natural and you need to find a woman so you can, like, be a father, blah, 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 stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just really frustrating. Do you believe any of that? My, I always say this when it comes to certain things, my logical brain does not. My anxious brain, yes, it does. And that is what affects me because of the way I was raised with, like, all this, like, guilt and, like, religious guilt especially. So it's kind of like two sides of my brain are always, like, going at it, like, fighting. And it kind of sucks. This is Ethan's first time away from home. The first time seeing how other families live. He's met his new boyfriend's parents a couple times. They're super supportive, involved, middle class. The contrast to Ethan's childhood. 
I think it's always going to hurt a little bit when I like meet people and they have a family that's at least supportive and at least loves them unconditionally. Like every time I'm scrolling on social media and someone makes a sweet post for their mom or calls out how amazing their parents are, like that's going to get me feeling a certain type of way. And, you know, I think I did feel some of that when I met them because it just reminded me of like what I don't have and what I'll never have. Being here in P-Town has kind of like dug up some of those like past thoughts of mine. Like some people I met out here too, like they have support from their parents and like I don't. And I'm just like, it sucks. And it's hard out here when like you don't come from a family who has much. Now that Ethan is out of his parents' house, I think he's beginning to see all the ways in which they let him down. My life back at home was not stable at all because the way I was raised, because of certain things that were believed by my parents and back at home, like some of the things they did came across as a bit, I would say neglectful, you know, not saying it was intentional. I know they did their best, but the fact of the matter is that like, I'm an adult now, and I'm basically just having to, like, put my own life together from scratch because I don't have, like, anything to back myself up. Like, I, I, I don't drive. Like, I don't have my license. His family rarely had a functioning car for him to practice with. I don't have a high school diploma because, you know, I never really went to, like, actual school. Ethan was homeschooled his entire life. I don't know... If I'm going to go to college, I don't know if I should, if I'll be good enough, if I <laughs> get accepted. If Like, I just turned 18 years old, but, like, I have all this stuff on my plate. I wasn't really set up for success, and I'm just trying to find out how to make myself successful. Ethan knows he needs to get his GED and a driver's license if he's ever going to be truly independent from his family. I've been really, like, at a crossroad when it comes to, like, the off-season and what I want to do with my life because the one thing that just makes me want to stay here in Mass is literally the health insurance. It's so good. Right now, he's covered through Mass Health, the state health insurance program. And Ethan is going to take advantage of that. I can't even remember the last time I saw a doctor. Like, it was, like, long. Like, I didn't see any health professionals for, like, long periods of my life. Do you need to go to the doctor? Like, is there stuff that has been neglected? Yeah, definitely. Um, I have, like, a lot of abnormal, like, rhythms. And I can remember feeling symptoms of this since I've been, like, 12. I can remember having an episode like that, like, back in October last year, I think. And fixing his heart is one more thing that Ethan is about to take on. It's crazy to think I'm actually about to, like, have this done, though. Like, it's almost surreal-ish, but, I mean, scary, but exciting. So they're going to, like, basically burn off that extra electrical pathway. that's exactly what they do. That's coming up on Welcome to Provincetown. But first, we hear how P-Town takes care of its own. So people came here to die. You know, they would say, well, if, if I'm going to die, I want to die in a place where I, you know, I want to be. 
Welcome to Provincetown was created by Roomtone and Rococo Punch. It's produced by me, Mitra Caboli, and Emily Foreman in association with Stitcher. Story editing by Gianna Palmer at Witness Docs. Charlotte Livingston is our production assistant. Fact-checking help by Bart Tochi. A big thank you to my CUNY J-School audio documentary class for their input on this episode. Our executive producers are Jessica Alpert and John Parati at Rococo Punch and Ben Riskin and Bianca Grimshaw at Room Tone. Camille Stanley is the executive producer of Witness Docs. And Casey Holford is the technical director. If you want to see pics from our summer in P-Town, follow us on Instagram at Rococo Punch. Thanks for listening. Oh, they're just so, every single one is unique. You'll never see two alike. They could live right next to each other in the water on the same sandbar or on the same coral. And they come out and they just, there's something different about each, even though it's the same species. And the giant clams. I mean, these, these things are probably 150 years old in the water. Oh my God, that thing is huge. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.